When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Learn to trade stocks successfully. Learn to profit consistently. I'm Ryan Mallory, and on my weekly podcast, I'm going to teach you the ins and outs of a complex, ever-changing stock market. You will learn to trade better, trade smarter, and profit bigger. Now, let's go trade. Hey, everybody. This is Ryan Mallory doing another episode of Swing Trading the Stock Market. Glad you're here today. To listen to what I have to say. And, and honestly, I, I appreciate you listening to, to all the episodes that you guys have. And if you're new to this podcast, you know, I hope you keep on listening and, and listening to some of my previous ones. And I, I try to make these episodes very relevant to what we're seeing today, but also evergreen going forward. So, and that what I mean by that is that I try to make these episodes based off of something that we're seeing in the stock market today, but also relevant to where if you listen to this podcast 5, 10, 15 years down the road, it would still be re- relevant in, in your trading and something that you could learn from. Today, I want to talk about when momentum fades in the stock market. And we've been seeing a lot of that here in recent days. So mainly we're seeing a lot of it with the small caps. We're seeing a lot of it with these morning pops that result in afternoon fades. So where you oftentimes see the momentum fade most often is at the all-time highs. It's usually not in the middle of a, of a good solid rally. Yeah, you'll have times of consolidation where the market doesn't really move higher and maybe it's a bull flag or something like that or a triangle, continuation triangle. But what I'm talking about is when it just seems like there's no one willing to buy the market to new all-time highs or, or to keep pushing it to new all-time highs. And right now we're seeing that in the stock market, but we've also seen it going back in May, going back in April, uh, time period, and we also saw it back in August, late July. If you go back to October of last year, we saw that unfold, and we saw it unfold in a big way too. So when the momentum fades, it's often happening at all-time highs. Does it happen at lows? No, because when we're when we're making new lows, we're doing that on some really strong panic selling, right? And then when we finally do bottom, we're bouncing pretty hard. So this doesn't really apply to the lows. It usually applies to all-time highs or after a substantial rally, really. So that's what I'm talking about here. And some of these hallmarks of of momentum fading or when the market just can't really push much higher is when you're seeing morning pops followed by afternoon fades. Now, we've seen that a lot uh, this week and last week, and we saw it a lot back in in August as well. You also have well-established trend lines already in place. And so these trend lines are often mature. And when they get really mature, they tend to start losing their mojo. They start losing the appeal to keep buying the dip. Now, what makes these kinds of markets difficult is that there's not a lot of panic selling. There's not a lot of reason to get short. Now, at some point, there probably will be. But for for a good part of this moment in the stock market, you're not seeing a lot of panic selling, but you can't really get the market to push substantially higher. And that can be really frustrating for traders. I know it is for me oftentimes. 
And so like in the month of September, the market's up, but there hasn't been a lot of momentum. We've seen the momentum in the small caps, but even now that's starting to fade off some. So the large caps have seen a difficulty really attracting attracting buyers. And so for me, I'm not going to go buy you know stocks that have like market caps of five or six million dollars or even a couple hundred million dollars. My focus is usually on the large caps or stocks that have like a market cap over five billion or so. And, uh, and the reason why I do that is because there's usually a little bit more safety in those kinds of stocks in the sense that you're not going to wake up um, as often to like a 20% gap down. And I haven't had that happen in ages. So um, I'm, I'm pretty particular about the stocks that I choose because I don't want to wake up to, um, I don't want to wake up regularly to massive headline risk that oftentimes your smaller cap stocks have to deal with regularly. So you got the mature trends. You also have the afternoon fades. You have low volume. And I use this, the TC2000 for my charting, but they have an indicator called the volume buzz, which I actually find really interesting. And you're seeing a lot of very low volume price price action. So when the market moves up, it's usually on like a negative volume buzz. And so it's not uncommon for it to get to like negative 50%, which is really really low compared to previous trading sessions. Then you also have a low VIX. And I get very nervous about the VIX when it gets into the 11 and 12 range because of late throughout the past year, that has been a launch pad for, for some serious selling to, to come into the market. And right now we're at the 13 level. And that makes me getting a little bit nervous, especially when I see the momentum drying up and I see the buying drying up. It makes me a little bit more nervous that we could see a, a big pop going forward. So how do you, how do you play a market where the momentum is fading. And, and one of the best ways to do it is to play the market both long and short. You know, take take a little bit of the risk out of the equation and and basically let let the market play. Because oftentimes it'll go back and forth, back and forth. And if you're if you're astute enough, you can play both the long and short side and, and make profits uh, that way. So for me right now, I finally got to a point yesterday where I said, okay, I'm gonna add SPXU, which if you don't know what that is, that is a three to one inverse ETF of the S&P 500. I follow the S&P 500 every day. That 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 helps me decide whether or not today is a good day to add a long position, short position, or whatever. And I use the S&P so that my familiarity is best with the S&P. Now, yeah, I follow the NASDAQ. I'm, I'm pretty familiar with that and the Russell and the Dow and everything. I, really, I could care less about the Dow. The Dow is price weight indexed. It, it means really nothing. That That's what the news likes to talk about. That's what the um, media gets all hyped up about when there's a 500 or 600 point drop. But really... The three indices you should be paying attention to, the S&P 500, followed by the NASDAQ, followed by the small caps. And it's good to take the small caps and compare it to the, to the large caps to see where is the momentum at. Because like for the most much of September, it's been in the small caps. So you can play it long and short and use ETF plays to kind of hedge your long positions. That's what I'm doing right now. I have SPXU. I'm actually not losing anything really in it. I mean, I might be like a couple of pennies down on it, but... Overall, it's held up pretty good. My long positions are up today, so I'm, I'm kind of playing it both ways here. And the other thing, too, is, is don't don't over-position yourself. Don't get too many positions going on once. And I say that a lot in a lot of my podcasts, but it's so true. Position sizing and the number of positions that you take on, how much capital you allocate to the market is so much, so very important to how you succeed in the stock market. So, so let's wrap this up. When you see the momentum fading in the market, it typically happens at the all-time highs or in very mature trends. You see morning pops and then afternoon fades. You see low volume, low VIX, which is the volatility index. It's important to try and play the market long and short when it starts to show signs of maybe falling apart. Keep keep some of those gains by by 
being a little bit more neutral in the market. Your ETF plays are a great way to do that. And you have to also make sure that you're not overpositioning yourself. That means you're being mindful of your position size and the number of positions that you're playing at once. Do that and I think you'll be okay. That's going to do it for today. I appreciate you listening. Thank you. God bless. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast of Swing Trading with Ryan Mallory. I'd like to encourage you to join me in the Share Planner Splash Zone where I navigate the financial markets every day with traders from around the world. With your membership, you'll get a seven-day trial, access to my trading room, and text and email alerts. So go ahead and sign up by going to shareplanner.com backslash splash zone. That's www.shareplanner.com backslash splash zone. And follow me at SharePlanner on Twitter and on SharePlanner's Facebook page, where I provide unique market and trading ideas every day. If you have any questions, please feel free to email me, ryan at shareplanner.com, or call the office at 321-522-6733. All the best to you, and God bless you.